0: Welcome to the Tap Room exclusive. I'm Dean Zarball. I'm down here at Saucy brew works in Cleveland in Ohio City. I'm with uh Dan Joswick. Uh we are enjoying a few different beers. We're uh onto the habitual kolsch, but a little bit about yourself first, Dan. You uh how long have you been working for Saucy, first of all, and how did you get into beer? Uh so yeah, no, it's always
1: always a good place to start, right? Um, so I've been with Saucy for about four months. Uh, the brewery itself's only been open for about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, but I also worked with the brewery quite a bit on the distributor side. I was their uh, brand manager um, at House of La Rose who, who distributes our beer in the Cleveland area um, and worked with the brewery for the first five, six months that we were in that distributor. Um, and they just were, you know it recruited me over basically <laughs> uh, so Come I've been here for, right all right so I've been here for about four months um, nice. uh, taking on the sales management role uh, working with some of the key accounts in the marketplace and uh, you know spreading some saucy love out there nice. so
0: and uh, so you were Cicerone uh, what for people who don't know what that is uh, I, I've kind of compared it. It's a, like a sommelier of beer in a way. How how would you describe it? And yeah, uh,
1: you know, and that's that's pretty accurate. Um, it, it also kind of translates into being like somebody who wants to elevate the experience of beer. Okay. Um, you know, somebody who wants to be able to elevate their own personal experience, and then maybe even share some of that with with other people and, and help them. You know appreciate beer for what it is so
0: i've taken one class um thought about getting the the uh uh what's the the beer server okay the the first the first level uh but you're you're actually an advanced cicerone uh which is pretty hard to get to that's a that's a lot of work congratulations first of all I you know thank you just that one class i took an intensive uh court like a workshop boot camp thing and it, you know it it's a lot of information and that was just for the for level one uh how how long did it take you to get that to that level and how much studying and all that what what it went into it
1: so um prior to uh working in the beer industry i was actually I was, i've been a home brewer for you know 10 plus years now um and just got into a lot of beer-related things, uh, you know, the passion just keeps growing and growing, um, so I started getting into BJCP certification, which is beer judge certification, um, and, you know, went through the the program with that, where you learn a bunch of off flavors, you learn a lot of styles, you know, that kind of thing, um, and then you take, and take a tasting exam, they certify you, you, become, you know, ranked judge based on experience points and things like that, gotcha. um, getting as I started looking more into it, you know, the food pairing side of the business really, st- or of the of beer really started to appeal uh, to me. So I found the Cicerone program kind of by accident, to be honest, <laughs> just kind of searching the internet for things. Yeah. And, uh, uh, took the first test after a couple months, uh, started kind of looking into some of the books and the syllabus for the second level, um, and studied that for just off and on on my own for about two years. Um, oh, and then, for about six months or so leading up to the actual exam. I studied pretty hard, hard hardcore into it.
0: Um, you, You can only take it one time, is that right? No. Or is it, oh is am I No, the... you can take it as many times oh, okay. as you need. Okay. I couldn't but... remember if it was a one time only thing. But you
1: can you have to take uh, there's a tasting portion and then a written portion and you know, you pass one, you can pass one and have to retake just the other. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, that kind of it's thing. It's
0: intensive, man. You know, yeah, uh yeah. Congratulations. that that that's a lot of work and yeah. uh, I'm sure it expanded your love of beer a lot. It in just in the one class I took it did for me sure. exponentially.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it almost becomes hard to turn it off sometimes you know right. you become over a little over analytical when you can just you just want to sit and have a beer with some friends right. sometimes you're
0: you know? like there's too many bubbles on this glass <laughs> right uh, this is not clean this is not a beer clean glass uh no i i i know exactly but it's kind of the fun of this industry is like you dive in head first and like you you just go in and you're right. in once you're in you're in it seems like it really grabs you and Yep, Uh, if you don't
1: have passion for for the beer and the industry in general, I mean, might as well not even try. Right, exactly. (laughs) Find something else to do. Uh, It's a very passion-driven industry.
0: It it really is, more so than I feel in, you know, a lot of stuff that people feel would really be like a passion-driven industry. Uh, Let's get into a little bit of this Kolsch that you guys do, the Habitual. Uh, This is a a year-round availability for you guys. Uh, It is in cans. Uh, you guys can, can get that uh, wherever Saucy Brew is on the shelves. Uh, talk to the people a little bit about the profile of this beer and uh, why did you guys decide to kind of do a Kolsch as as one of your styles?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, Kolsch, Kolsch beers in general are, are pretty difficult to make clean and well and consistent. Um, you know, and a brewer really is judged by the cleanest lightest beer they make right yeah Um, you know it's they're always the most difficult because there's no no curtains to hide behind or no way it's just a clean crisp beer or it's not you know right Um, so you know also the kind of a gap in the marketplace right there's not a lot of kolsch's out there um, and people want those light crisp beers I mean Bud Light's still thirty percent of the beer market for a reason, you know. Right. right. That's what people want. But uh, if you give them a good alternative, that's you know not that, and they yeah. want to drink that, then you know that's that's where we fit in, you know.
0: And that's what I like is as this style is it's a nice gateway beer into craft. Uh, it gives people who maybe a little more prone to macro, like you're saying, a nice beer profile that they're used to that isn't. You know, a lot of times there's this, you know, image with craft beer of like, you know, going way out, uh, you know, overboard with some of the styles and stuff like that. And it's and it's not always like that. There's there's these offerings that are nice. like you said, clean, crisp beers that can bring people in and say, hey, look, this is like what I've been drinking, but more flavorful.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. And this is
0: a perfect one for that. I really like this. Uh, this beer what are What are some of the notes uh, people can get when they drink when they drink this? so I
1: mean it is a very crisp, clean, dry beer um, very light like a lager um, not a lot of uh, yeast character driven from this um, It is fermented a little bit cooler than a normal ale, so it brings down any kind of esters from a, from a yeast it down okay. to It's almost nothing so uh, you could you could put this next to like a nice full, like all malt lager and people would, it'd be hard to tell the difference or even yeah. like a nice trained palette, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, Bavaria, Mandarina Bavarian hops. Um, okay. So, uh, there's light citrus note to it. Uh, nice night, light herbal note to it. Um, uh, just like some of the, you know, traditional German noble hops. Um, yeah. So it, it just gives it a nice, clean, very light citrusy note. Um, slightly spicy light graininess to it um, from the from the malt that we use so
0: it's it's a nice easy drinker uh i have uh it, i like this style it's a style i never really knew about until i got into craft beer um and it's and once i got in there's you know a couple places that that do one that aren't mass distributed and it's a really it's a style i've really gravitated gravitated towards uh, it it's just, it's just a nice offering for somebody who's not looking to get, you know, too, uh, not drunk, but just too, you know, they, they can have one after work and not feel like they're they're going overboard.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Wow. I have one with a meal, and it's not going to overpower your food, and right. You know, it's just a nice, nice easy beverage. What would right. you
0: say would be something to if you wanted to eat with this? What would what would you pair with this? Um,
1: it's a good question. Um, I mean, German beers in general, you you want to go towards like a sausage, right? Right, <laughs> absolutely. And, and you know that sausages like a bratwurst would always be a good option. Uh, chicken wings, like hot wings. You know, like oh, a, yeah, yeah. a pilsner and a hot and hot wings are like match made in heaven as far as I'm concerned. And I think that yeah. it just helps tone down that spiciness and
0: everybody says IPA. I say I say like something like this no. a little bit better for me. I in agree. my opinion.
1: In my opinion. IPA is just always they accentuate that heat. I feel and, like the, yeah. And it's just not I'd rather have something that helps cleanse the palate. Right. You know? So that's that's my preference.
0: That's that's the same thing with me. Uh you know I feel you know I just had the uh your guys's pulled pork sandwich. Uh I'm not I don't eat Brussels sprouts, so you guys have... It's like a Brussels sprout slaw that you guys put on it. It's fantastic. This it is one of the best pulled pork sandwiches I've had. Uh, this is... Uh, I ha- actually had the habituale with that, and that is a fantastic pairing, too, in my opinion. Anything... Uh, yeah, sandwiches,
1: like the bread, breading and, and things like that, is going to be a really nice, light option.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so you guys... Uh, saucy started in 2017. Um... A lot of breweries started in 2017. You guys came in. Uh, how? What was the? What was the capacity when you guys first started? Like somewhere, uh, like 900 barrels somewhere in there. For, uh, I think somewhere in there know, for the first year.
1: Uh, what we actually sold. Yeah. Uh, I, I. Yeah. Maybe. Somewhere close. There. Close to that range. Uh, yeah.
0: And then, you know, you guys just announced this year that you're expanding distribution to all of ohio with your keg offerings uh, draft offerings you know it, that's huge for a place that's just been open a, a little over a year um yep. congratulations first of all and Thanks. what do you what do you attribute the uh the success to this uh this quick of a success to uh, i mean when
1: coming into the the beer game i mean the the brewery is built to for speed and delivering product out in the marketplace you know we didn't didn't put all this stainless steel into the building to to serve just people at the bar you know there's always the the vision of getting out into the market and, and having our beer on the shelves and on draft lines um and you know we're we just started sending our cans to the rest of the state too so i mean they're oh, nice. columbus cincinnati i mean they're everywhere down there
0: oh nice so. that's awesome i didn't uh, i didn't see anything about that uh the cans yet, so that's awesome. Uh, that was you know, about a
1: month ago, a little over a month ago.
0: Awesome, it, it, that's yeah. really, and I really enjoy your your cans stick out on the shelf. It's really cool.
1: Yeah, so the the artist that does our work um, actually just li- lives here in Ohio City. Oh, nice. Uh, his name's Oliver Barrett. Um, he's not, you know, necessarily well-known in the cleveland area but he's done a lot of national posters he's done like some star wars movie posters and cool. some espn posters and concert posters things like that wow. the dude is very talented <laughs> like
0: and you um, guys came into the neighborhood you did like the brewers know him already or did he just you just know, kind of show up and like hey i want to help out a local place
1: i'll be honest i don't really know how that that the conversation got started <laughs> with those guys <laughs> well who but,
0: you know it, it's worked out very well for you guys you yeah he's got a distinct um, style and they stand very distinct out you know? style absolutely so, you know, no, that's that's the one thing is you always know when a place carries Saucy Brew because mm-hmm. they stick right out uh, on a shelf. Where did the name Saucy Brew come from?
1: So <laughs> it's kind of a, a silly kind of non-story, really. But it's <laughs> uh, you know the the origination has to happen somewhere, right? Um, but when the brewery is being built, our uh, our head our brewmaster co-owner Eric um, and his wife were at home uh, getting a little having some drinks and get a yeah. little saucy and you know she said something to him he didn't quite hear what she said and he's like did you just say saucy and she's like no i didn't say that at all And <laughs> he's like that's what it is that's the name of our brewery that's what it's gonna be you know and it, and has run with it and the the logo even has become pretty distinct you know? it, it is our nike swoosh people yeah can, you can recognize it from absolutely
0: <laughs> you spot it across uh, anywhere you know uh it, that's a really cool story, you know, it, it, and it sticks out too. You know, you type in "saucy" into Google, and you get it's Boom! It, it pretty much automatically knows what you want. You know, like Brewers. That's the. Yep. It auto completes very quickly.
1: Yep. Um, search engines. Yeah, no,
0: it's it's uh, it's really cool. And so, how many? You know, we're here up in the upper level. You have uh, kind of like a two level. It's like a little mezzanine type uh, area up here. It's got some lounge chairs and some couches and stuff how many people can you actually fit in here
1: uh in the brew pub itself yeah uh, i think it is like around 300 okay i don't and know the like, actual capacity you know and
0: then like roughly what like 100 or so up here yeah 200 yeah. down yeah. give or take
1: yep right around there when the patio's open you know it's it's nice out there the, oh, garage, yeah. the garage door's up
0: yeah th- you know unfortunately we've still got to wait <laughs> quite a while <laughs> to yeah, be using I that. Mean, we well, are depending on the day. <laughs> depending on the day, though, you know, wait twenty minutes, and it's really nice. You know, you get to look overlook the tanks and and everything when you're in here. You don't get just the smell of the of the food, but you get the smell of the beer. It really just makes you feel like you're you're a part of it when you're sitting here, yeah. enjoying a beer. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, anything about the habitual uh, that I have forgotten to cover?
1: So. Kolsch is a is an interesting style too, right? So, yeah. it's kind of a it's a hybrid style where it is an ale, technically, but just fermented cooler. Right. So um,
0: is that so? It's a ale yeast, is that right? Correct. And then just, but it's fermented like a lager.
1: A little. It's kind of in the middle there. Like okay, the, gotcha. the temperature, the fermentation temperature is lower than most ale yeast, but a little higher, higher than, than most than lager, lager gotcha. yeast. Okay. Yeah, but it. Uh, you know so it, it gives it a, a very clean flavor but uh, it's also and is a little known thing i like to spread the the history of styles oh, yeah. of all my beer geek studies but uh, a kolsch is actually an appellation name so like champagne okay in, in france where you can only use the name if it's grown right. like I've, made I've in made that, that region compared, yeah. right so uh, so kolsch in the rhine valley region of uh, in cologne germany uh, they have it as an official appellation. So, you know, our, our brewmaster studied over in Germany and, and honors a lot of those uh, appellations. So, we, like on our Kansas, is Kolsch-style golden mm. Uh So we, we don't use the word that it's just a straight Kolsch because we're not brewing it in we're that region old. of the world. Right, right. right. So uh, we like to honor those traditional values of, of what the beer is. So.
0: And that's great. And that's, uh, you know, it seems like that's like a really core value to this place uh clean beer and and living up to the the styles and in the true history of of what beer
1: is absolutely and i think
0: that's really what gravitates people towards you guys you know it, you guys got a, a really cool operation here uh really enjoy your beer um anything else you want to get out before we uh, head out
1: No, I I appreciate
0: the time. I appreciate you, Dan. Uh, Tune in next week as we cover another beer here at Saucy Brew.